bringing health, wellness, and fitness ideas right to your speakers. With your host, Tyler Martin, learning from experts and average Joes alike. This is the Cracking Fitness Podcast. Well, uh, I, I really appreciate you coming on and, and talking about how old you are. No, I'm just... Okay, I'm 27. I know, you're <laughs> That's okay. awesome. Okay. Uh, 27. 27 years young. Uh, and in insanely good and accomplished weightlifter already. Oh, thank you. So how do you fit so much strength into like such a small package? (laughs) Um, I honestly don't, I think it's the programming and the mindset, you know, um, I, I was probably, I did gymnastics when I was growing up and I was really naturally strong there nothing like I am now, like we didn't squat or anything like that. But, um, as I joined the CalStrength program, um, I wanted to, to go on double days and everything. And I started double days when I was a very, you know, new to weightlifting, which is like four years ago now, like three okay. and a half years ago. So, um, I just started doing double days and got really strong, really fast. And I think my willpower wanted me to, to like, catch up to everyone else really fast too. So that was, that helped was like my motivation to be like the best. Yeah. Well, you hit on a lot of words that I want to get into on this. So mindset and um, programming, but just, I don't, let's just want to learn more about you, like who you are, who, who is Madison. So can you kind of take us through that gymnastics background? And yeah, what I grew up um, kind of, in the ghetto. Like I, I didn't really have a good like home life, I think. Um, so gymnastics kind of saved me from all that stuff. Um, and I did gymnastics for about 10 years and I loved it. Um, I quit when I was a senior in high school, just because I didn't want to go to college gymnastics. Um, I had a really, I was in a really toxic relationship at the time and he didn't want me to go off to college. And so Um, it all just came together as I quit gymnastics, didn't go to college because of this boy. And then he ended up like cheating on me and having a baby with like some other girl. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, (laughs) you know what? It's all for the better. (laughs) He's a piece of. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All for, all for the better for you. Uh, Yeah. So, um, and my athletic drive was just like empty at that point. I just needed something to do and something to be fulfilled and I had nothing to do. Um, so I started CrossFit, um, and that was, that helped for a little bit. And then my dad actually died and I was, I was in the mindset of just doing everything and anything I possibly could. And there was this opportunity to do a weightlifting meet and I didn't even know weightlifting was a sport. And I was just like, usually I would say like, no, I'm like, no, I'm just too busy. And so I was like, you know what? Like, yeah, like I'll, I'll do snatch and clean and jerk like for a meet. And so I trained for like a month and then made American open finals. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I've lifted for like eight years, um, like Ollie lifting and, um, I, you snatch like what I snatch. So, yeah. <laughs> so and I weigh a lot more. But so, I do this full time. Yeah, no, it's it's amazing. Like it's been so much fun to to watch you on here and, and see your progression a little bit and you know, 
it's weird to say that I've been watching you. Um, <laughs> no, I, I just, get it. <laughs> it is what the, uh, the Instagram world is. Uh, what level did you make it to in gymnastics? Level 10. Sweet. So you were competing as, as difficult as it comes, you know, without going, mm -hmm. I guess, you know, collegiate and then Olympics, but it's kind of like weightlifting now, like, oops, that was my alarm. Wake up. <laughs> um, it's kind of like weightlifting. Now you think like 10 years ago, weightlifting was, you know, they were lifting numbers that were much quote unquote, like lighter than they are now. Yeah. Um, gymnastics 10 years ago was much easier than gymnastics now. So, I mean, I was good, but if you see the girls that are what they're doing now, like I was nothing like that, you know what I mean? But I was good. Yeah. <laughs> I give myself a little credit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, to make it to that level in whatever era it was, not that it was a different. Yeah. <laughs> decades and decades ago, back when right. medicine did gymnastics. Um, level 10, that's amazing. And do you feel like that built you a very solid, you know, like body weight movement, flexibility, just kind of the, the whole foundation? Yeah, I feel like that's literally why I'm so you know, progress so fast. So weightlifting was because of gymnastics. Yeah. We have, we have three boys in gymnastics and uh, they compete. And my wife and I were both like, if there's anything that we, you could put a kid in to just kind of get them set up for sport, it's gymnastics. It's, mm -hmm. it's awesome. I tell every single person I come across who has a kid yeah. to put their kid in. I was like, are they in gymnastics? Oh, yeah. You should you should think about it. <laughs> yeah, it's so so good. Um, not to get into stories, but our uh, he's eleven now, but he was like three, maybe four, and he was just booking it, just running, and he trips on like a sewer grate, and you know, in my mind, I'm thinking this is gonna be bad. Well, he kind of looks at the ground, he like tucks his arm around, he falls, he rolls, and then just gets up and starts running again, like it was nothing. And it like was like a little like army ball thing, like a safety yeah, ball. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But then he rolled out of it and kept running. Gosh, and um, I'm like gymnastics. That's uh, <laughs> it's so, so good for him. Yeah, no, that's awesome. That's it just teaches him safety and confidence and IN coordination and flexibility and just like brain power at such a young age to think like, okay, right, left, like, you know, for sure. And then you build that foundation. And then once you're older, start adding some load. It's mm -hmm. pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. So how young were you when you started gymnastics? I was actually an older gymnast. I started when I was eight and a half, which okay. sounds, I know, crazy, like old is eight and a half, but for gymnastics, yeah, you I got to start at like three. Yeah. I, well, I think in China, they, um, <laughs> and yeah, they start them like it. As soon right. As you, they, they choose them. their sport at, <laughs> yeah. at when they were, you know, they measured like their little legs and arms and they're like, yeah, you're going to be a gymnast. <laughs> so crazy. So you started a little bit later, went to level 10, um, stopped doing it in high school. And then how long after high school did you start weightlifting? Well, I started weightlifting when I was 24 and I graduated high school when I was 17. Okay. Oh, that's cool. Good job. When you're 17. Uh, yeah. A little bit of CrossFit time there. How long, how long did you do CrossFit? I did CrossFit. Um, I walked into a CrossFit gym probably when I was 20 and just was like back and forth with going and not going and 
Yeah. Like I was never consistent doing CrossFit. Like I was never super into it. So then you saw the snatch and the clean and jerk. You saw a weightlifting meet come up. You entered, you made it to the American open. Then, then what happened? Then I started posting my lifts on Instagram. Yeah. And cause I lost a little bit of weight to make the American open finals because, okay. um, the coach who I was talking to, cause I didn't, I literally knew nothing and they're like weight classes. And I was a little overweight. Um, so, and when I say overweight, I mean, I was like 145 pounds and I've competed as a 49 before, which is 108. So I'm small and I was very unhealthy and drinking beer and doing drugs and all that fun stuff. Um, so I lost, uh, to 55 kilo weight class. So yeah. I thought I looked good at the time I was posting on Instagram, my lifts. And then someone reached out to me on Instagram and was like, Hey, you live in Vacaville area. Like, have you ever heard of Cal strength? Never. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's a gym that's just with Olympic weightlifting. And I was like, that's, that's odd. Okay. And they're like, do you want to come to my house and we can drive there together? And I was like, stranger danger. Of yeah. course I'll come to your house. <laughs> Obviously. Yes. Um, I'm alive. Yeah, can't be <laughs> I made it to Cal strength. Tinder date or something. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Instagram's so safe. Don't ever do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I walked in there and I was just baffled. I was literally baffled. I was like, literally people do this. Like people do this for a living. Like that's insane. Like this is an Olympic sport. Like what? Um, and so just culture shock, but yeah. I walked in and did my first session and PR'd my power snatch, I think. And then was just like, okay, I'm ready to compete. And then I asked um, Scott, who is like pretty much the head of like the HR manager. He's, he does it all. Um, if I could compete for Cal strength for the American open, I've already qualified. And he was like, you might have to pay someone to, yeah. to, to bring you there. And I was like, okay. So, but it ended up all working out and Dave was actually there for me in the back room. That's um, didn't really know my name, but yeah. he was there. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, that shows to some character. If he doesn't know your name, but he's still helping you out. Yeah. That's, cool. <laughs> That's so Um, at what point did you look at all of this and go, I can be world-class? Um, probably right away. That's awesome. Good. <laughs> I didn't want to say that, but I think like, as I was, as I did my first meet, which was like a month and a half after I walked into Cal strength, I was like, this is what I want to do. Like, I want to make whatever, uh, whatever else I have to do. I want to like make whatever team I have to. And then they explained to me international teams and stuff. And they're like, yeah, you're never going to beat Jordan De La Cruz. And I didn't know who that was at the time. And like, she was a 55 and I was 55 and I was like, okay, bet. Yeah. 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 Don't <laughs> and then I, yeah. And then I ended up dropping down and all that good stuff. So what are you competing now? And then I got, went back up to 55. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. So right. Currently I am 55 kilo weightlifter. Um, I like on your Instagram 
description. I don't know what they call that. Uh, fail early, fell off and fell forward. Mm-hmm. We run uh, another podcast. We help people start small businesses and we've started small business. You know, it's all about failing. You fail, right. you fail correctly. How often do you fail? Probably multiple times a day. Exactly. <laughs> and it's what, what makes you so good. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're in the 55 kilo weight class right now. You knew pretty early on that you could go somewhere with this. How did you start to develop your mindset around that? Cause that's, that's a tall order. Like, you know, they said, uh, Jordan, what was that girl's name? Jordan Daly Cruz. Jordan Daly Cruz. You know, hey, uh, you can't beat her. You're like, well, uh, don't don't tell me what I can and cannot do. You know, mm-hmm. you don't know her. So you obviously had a mindset and started building towards it. You had had some obstacles growing up, and sounds like you know, end up alcohol and drugs a little bit. And so you had probably some mindset getting away from that. How mm-hmm. how did you just start to build this mindset that you have now? That's like, Hey, I, I don't even know who that person is. And I can, I can beat them and then continue further. Even after that, that's a lot of question. Yeah, no, I, I kind of got it. <clears throat> so I guess it was, had a lot to do with my dad dying was where like the mind shift change was because I was hanging out with the wrong crowd. I was abusing drugs and alcohol probably close to every day. Um, and I was working like a full-time job and it was a mess. And then my dad, very unhealthy, um, died and I was on like, you know, the side of him and he was like, you know, over there, like I'm a couple days left. And he was like, I wish that I would have done things differently. And I was like, no, I can't really like say that right now. Like you're about to die. He's like, no, I really, I really wish I would have just, I could go back and I wish I would have changed a lot of things about myself. And I was like, shit, that's something that you do not want to feel when you're about to die. Yeah. And he smoked cigarettes all of his life, drank all of his life. Um, and he died from lung and throat cancer. And, you know, so it's just, that makes sense of like his unhealthy lifestyle switching over and him dying from all of this unhealthiness made very bad decisions in his life, ended up in the hospital too late. Like it just, everything was just like, boom, like hit me in the face. And I was just like, I have to probably change like now. Yeah. And I was like, I'm, I'm good. I'm good at weightlifting. Like I need to be better at it. You know, like is what is when I started weightlifting about, I maybe a couple months after he died. And so that's what I was like, this is something that I love. Like, I, like, I love this. I love to do this. I love the feeling of getting better every day. I love the challenge of it. And it just never ends. And it was just reminded me of gymnastics. And it was just like, I'm, I'm going to make sure that I don't have any regrets going into weightlifting. Like, I'm not going to quit. Like I'm going to be the best I could be. And if that means that I make the world team one time, or I have a shot to like, you know, do this as a job, like West kids does, like I'm taking it. Yeah. And so that was kind of like the shift over to mindset. I dropped those lame ass friends. Yeah. Um, I stopped drinking. I stopped doing drugs. 
So that's the come up, you know? So, and then I just became the most healthiest version of myself. I learned how to eat healthy. I learned how to count macros. I got my nutrition certification to become a nutrition coach. Awesome. Um, Yeah. And then I was, I quit my job full-time weightlifter to, because I started my nutrition business. Like it was just, it was all like just over a three-year span of just awesomeness. That it's really cool that you could rec- recognize that from your dad, like take a very, you know, horrible situation. And I'm sorry about your loss. Mm-hmm. Um, taking that situation and then just being able to grow from it. Like what a, what a tribute to your dad in the yeah. fact that, you know, he says this stuff to you and then you take it, you internalize it. And then you just build this pretty amazing life. Um, from, I mean, from the outside, it looks amazing. And then, you know, obviously, cool. obviously there's, <laughs> yeah, there's internal struggles and everything, but um, that's, that's really cool. So I just like, want to say sincerely, like, good job on all of Thank that. Thank you. Taking that from your, your father and then moving that on. That's a, that's a legacy. Oops, someone's calling me. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> really quickly. You're good. On a podcast, don't mind me. Okay, let's keep going. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, you're good on time. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, so we hit on weight classes a little bit. Let's uh let's chat about your coach because um great, great coach. Mm-hmm. He's pretty great. Yeah. So he you probably don't know all of the numbers, but how how many how many people does he coach? I'm just Nathan and I right now. Oh, okay, cool. That's all. And it's Nathan. Um, his last name is Cameron. Yeah. Strong kid. Yeah. He's my roommate. He's in the other room. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> um, how often are you training? You said two a days, but now things have probably changed a little bit, right? Yeah. So we're on this, um, accumulation cycle and, don't ask me what the words mean. <laughs> I don't know. Or I think we're accumulating strength. Um, it's like I said, I do this full time. I don't have a job. I love working out. I would work out every day, twice a day if I could. Um, but we, right now we are doing 10 sessions a week. Okay. Yeah. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday are double days. Yeah. Wednesday, Saturday, single. And then Sunday we have off. Cool. And you might be accumulating like volume. Is that... Yeah, we're doing like tens uh, with squats, um, a lot of pulls, some heavy triple jerks and stuff. It's pretty. My body hurts, but it's yeah, it's good. What What do you do for recovery? You say my body hurts. I mean, are you actively trying to fix that? I know you've talked nutrition, and you're really good at that. In fact, just really fast, like deviating slightly. You had that video where you like it was showing abs pretty well. And then you had the pan and you were moving the food in it. Did you ever see the TikTok video that the lady made? Yeah. It was great. Me and her friends. Okay, cool. It was so good. It, like, Where she did like the Whataburger uh-huh. on the pan. Yeah. <laughs> and then she like taps her stomach. Yeah. I, I laughed out loud and I sent it to everybody. It was just, it was so good. Yeah, I that was. Friends with her. Yeah, she's, she's a, well, she, we both got a lot of hate on that video because mine was calling it like an eating disorder and her, she was like 
they were calling her fat and then they were calling me like how can you be proud of something like this like this looks disgusting like you know and I'm very good with internet trolls and um, she was having a hard time with internet trolls so I was like kind of talking to her and being like it's gonna be fine like people are people are trash (laughs) yeah yeah people they'd never say that stuff to her face. They'd never right. say to her face, but you get online and you get behind. TikTok's ruthless. So yeah, yeah it's, it's all, it's all great. But that video was amazing. And thank you. kind of shows that people, yeah, people, well, I won't get off on people because they're, yeah, people suck. <laughs> they can, they can be buttholes. Um, okay. I, I got off in my mind. Recovery. That, yes. Recovery. So I don't do anything real crazy. I try to get, I, I'm such a grandma. Um, I try to get eight hours of sleep, nine hours of sleep. I go to bed really early and I wake up really early. I love waking up early. So I try to go to bed early to wake up early. Um, I drink, I know it sounds crazy, but like two gallons of water a day. Yeah. I feel like that helps. I take turmeric in the morning. Cool. Maybe it's a placebo thing, but I think it helps. Yeah. My mom told me to take it. And it's so funny whenever I call my mom and I'm like complaining about like shoulder pain or something. She's like, did you take your turmeric today? And I'm like, I, I did. She's like, why don't you double it up today? Ever like on key every single time. Why don't you double it up? Like, Well, mom, I'm at 9,000 milligrams. (laughs) I was like, I don't think that's going to help at this point, but okay. Um, and we have, well, I mean, also I eat very nutritious foods. I love cooking. I love educating myself on what food groups, um, do what for your body. And also like all my nutrition clients, I share all that information with them as well. Cause I think it's so interesting to know, like if you eat a papaya, like what it could do for you, what the benefits are and stuff. Um, that was just something I recently read, but (laughs) And we have, um, we recently moved, Nathan and I moved to Los Gatos because we have um, a lot of opportunity up here and um, amenities for um, like a physical therapist and body work people and massage therapists and chiropractors all at like the tip of our fingers. That's cool. Yeah. So that's. And I do a lot of accessory stuff. So like, you know, if the back of my shoulder hurts, like I'll get the front of my shoulder tight by doing accessory work. And I'm always, I'm always on it, warming up for 45 minutes, all that stuff. How, like how often are you getting a massage or going to the physical therapist? Um, it is expensive um, and it is expensive to live where I'm living. So yeah. I, I probably go like twice a month. Um, but if I do have a lot of pain, um, in a specific area, like I had, was having a before Pan Am's, like, I think I tore my shoulder or something. It was real bad. Um, we were seeing someone once a week. Okay. But then you probably do just a lot of body work on your own, hitting where it's sore, hitting the trigger mm-hmm. points. Yeah. Like an example was yesterday, my outer knee, I was doing front squats and it kept caving in and I couldn't do my pause front squats. And I was like, almost in tears. So I was like, it hurts. And I like want to finish because it was like a triple, like a max triple. And I was like hoping to hit this number. And Dave's like, what, what part of your knee? Like, okay, squat. And then he looks at me and he's like, well, did you like sit on your TFL with a ball? And I was like, 
not today. And he's like, well, why don't you do that? And just sit there and breathe like five times. And I was like, okay. And then I like got back up and I squatted and he's like, good. And I was like, good. <laughs> That's it's amazing to have a coach that just knows those things and that much yeah. knowledge. So that's really cool. Um, so this is uh, uh, the American weightlifting program is not like Russia or China where the States paying everything for you guys. Yep. Nope. <laughs> American weightlifting is a lot different in that regard. Right. Mm-hmm. I actually don't get paid from USA. Yeah. Nathan does. Okay. Um, how does that work? Like at what point would, do they start to pay for things? You have to hit a certain total to be the top two and beat the first top two totals. In the United States? In the United States. Wow. We need to fix that. We need to help USA expand their numbers a bit. Well, they used to pay just everyone who made like a team. Yeah. A certain stipend, which I think is great. I think everyone... If you're working hard and you make a team, I think there's some sort of payment that needs to be made because it's like you're putting all this time and effort. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm literally, I'm literally not seeing any money from them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, they did pay for my trip to Ecuador. <laughs> Thank oh, you. Yeah. Yeah. But um, like trip and hotel and everything, and then food was provided for us. So really I didn't have to spend any money in Ecuador. Um, but yeah, at, at, at a point there, Jordan, it was Haley was first. I was second because Jordan bombed out of the Olympics. And I was like, okay, like, do I get paid now? I'm second yeah. in the United States as a 49. And they're like, no, you didn't hurt, hit a certain total. Okay, cool. Interesting. And is that a committee, like a committee thing? They- I have no idea. I'm, I'm not like really educated in that department, no. but I just know that I don't get paid. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, when I, I wasn't even planning on going into this, I just, when I hear that, I'm like, man, we got to join together a little bit and, and get them to expand that, which yeah. I'm, I'm sure there's funding issues. I'm sure there's a ton of things with it, but um, Olympic lifting is a cool sport. We need to make it bigger. CrossFit has helped that. Like CrossFit really has helped get way more Olympic lifters in it. I think that it has grown. Um, but there's been talk too about it not being in the Olympics anymore. And mm, yeah, that, there's only four spots now. Really? They moved it to four. Moved it to four. And then, um, Bad. then they made it only four weight classes. So we only have a 49 kilo weight class, a 59 kilo weight class, a 71 and an 87 plus or an 81 plus okay. or something like that. Yeah. So, so there's only four people, four girls, as you could see, the 55 is not in the class. So I have an option to either drop down again, which I don't think I can mentally do yeah. or go up to 59, which the girls are lifting way more than me. So it's like my Olympic thought in my brain has become very small now. Yeah. Because they consolidated the classes and now it's very, very scarce who goes and who doesn't go. Yeah. And Ian Wilson, our friend Ian Wilson, almost got one of those men's spot taken away. So for any specific reason or yeah, he popped for steroids. Oh yeah. Yeah. That'll do it. But if he popped, if he got tested at worlds, that Olympic spot would have been gone, but thank the Lord that he was at home and you saw to got him. 
Okay. Yeah. So then the spot is still open. Yes. Okay. So someone can fill that spot. Mm-hmm. That's good. Do do they know who's going to fill it? We have no idea who's going to Olympics. Okay. It's, the qualification so starts. On. Yeah, this year at Worlds. Are you gonna Are you gonna try? I mean, maybe. Of course. Yeah. And so you're going to try, you'll have to go as a 59 kilo, even though that's, you'd have to eat a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't mind. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I'll do what I have to do to make the best opportunity for myself. Yeah. Why not? Well, I, I agree. I, you're, yeah, you've got the stuff. So <laughs> That's really. I wish I was doing it a little longer. Everyone's got like ten years on me, but you know, it, it, the situation is what it is. Yeah, well, and that's a great attitude to have. It it is what it is. You can't change anything in the past, so you've got today and the future to make it yeah. happen. That's pretty awesome. You you touched on nutrition. What and macros? What do you What do you do? Do you do building and cutting phases? Do you try to just stay like the same isocaloric or? like for my macros yeah just for you right now oh okay um well I was cutting for a bit for like two years I was cutting to 49 which I'm I don't know if you've ever seen like a video of like us all walking out on the stage like I'm like towering over those girls (laughs) so I was very tall I'm 5'1 compared to you know Jordan who's I think and like Haley I think they're like five feet or four eleven or something they're 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 tiny yeah um but so they it was it got really when I got better at weightlifting obviously I gained more muscle and got more experience in the sport and so it, it got so hard for me to cut to 49 um yeah so I was cutting then I was counting my macros very like tediously um it became some sort of an obsession in my brain um, I'm actually going to see a therapist right now for it because I got kind of fucked up with food a little bit. Um, and it, it, I think it makes me a better nutrition coach because I know what to look for in that kinds of situations, because I got very obsessive and I was scared of eating, yeah. you know, fats or like high calorie, high in fats kind of food, like peanut butter and stuff. Um, so going up a weight class, with all of that in my mind of being like, okay, it's hard. It's so hard for me to cut. And I have like this food obsession and I like time my meals. Yeah. It was getting pretty obsessive. So I don't track anymore. Okay. Um, I just eat nutritious foods and I look at my body and I weigh myself maybe like twice a month, except when it comes a competition. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, okay, I look a little bigger. What am I eating? And then I evaluate from there kind of thing. Well, and you probably stack performance in there, which is nice. Like, you know, if if we're eating too little, then we're not performing and you have to perform. So Mm -hmm. does that kind of help too? like putting the perform? Because a lot of people don't have that, you know, they're, they're like, Hey, I need to lose weight. And they say, I'm going to, well, what kind of weight? If you lose muscle and not fat, that sucks, but you can't like, you've got to hold on to that muscle as much as you can. And cut some body fat or yeah it's a nice yeah. performance metric for sure i i do perform uh, like i do um evaluate my performance as well yeah. when it comes down to like i got my tooth pulled recently 
Um, and I like couldn't really eat. And I was like, God, why am I doing like so shitty? And like, it was like Friday and I was like bending my elbows. Everything felt so heavy. And I was like, oh, probably because I haven't eaten like solid foods in like a day and a half. And so uh, it's nuts what it does. Mm -hmm. I've, I've cut about 20 pounds since December. Like, oh, it, congrats. I, thanks. I've been like just really trying. And I got to a place in the gym where I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to, I'm not going to judge myself in any way. And come about July, then I'll start to care. But like when I'm cutting, cutting, I can't. It's, it's so tough. It's, it is pretty hard. But as long as you're eating like the right kinds of foods and you're very high in protein, um, and you're eating enough. That's the thing is like, people think cutting is like eating such little calories. And that's what, um, I was, I don't want to say any names, but, um, I was reading this girl's Instagram post and she was saying that she was eating 1,200 calories to cut to a 49. Yeah. That's what I thought I had to do. Yeah. Cause I didn't know anything about nutrition. So I cut my calories down to 1,200 and that's how I initially went from 55 to 49. My performance dropped. Oh yeah. I was feeling like shit. I was eating like everything that was zero calorie because I thought that was like what I needed. I was like, okay, yeah. zero calorie. I can, I can eat it. Right. And then I educated myself on nutrition. And then my second cut to 49, I was eating 2000 calories. That's awesome. And I'm, I'm very, I feel like my metabolism is very good. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so not everyone who's trying to cut to 49 and 55, yeah. but, but like, that's like education is key. Yeah. So like nutrition and two, 2000 calories of cookies and peanut butter is going to be different than like, you know, what you eat or maybe not peanut butter. That's the wrong, it's probably the wrong uh, example there, but cookies yeah. and cake, cookies and cake. Yeah. Yeah. You're so great. I eat peanut butter every morning. <laughs> I, I love peanut butter as well, but I got into this, like eating it in the middle of the night and I'm like, why am I not losing weight? I'm like, well, it's cause I'm eating like a thousand calories <laughs> peanut butter in the middle of the night. So that'll do it. Yeah. 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 Peanut butter is great every morning. Yeah. I just put it in my oatmeal. What kind of peanut butter? Um, all natural, the organic. Okay. All right. <laughs> Chunky, smooth. People are going to hate me for this one, but just a smooth one. I just, I know chunky is like the way to go, but the, the brand that I like doesn't have, it's like, um, it's like a local brand. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And they just don't have the chunky ones. I, I spend a lot of money on food. Um, that's like yeah. my, my pastime is just like getting the best quality foods. And my mom's also a psychopath when it comes to that. So she raised me at the, like the end of like, when I was like moving out in phase, like she became vegan yeah. And, you know, changed her life around a little bit, which I praise her for too. Yeah. Um, and she educated me at how well organic does for you. And like, yeah. so that's what I was like on. I was like, I want to do organic forever. She's like, no, you have to do organic. You have to buy organics. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, obviously whatever you're doing, it's, it's working pretty well. So thanks. <laughs> um, uh, the last thing I had written down was just volume and blocks, but we, I mean, we kind of talked about that. You're just accumulating volume right now. And um, how, how far out from a meet are you prepping? Like what's your, <clears throat> what's your next meet and how, how are you prepping for that so soon? My next meet is July. Okay. It's nationals. 
So that's my last chance to qualify for Worlds. I think. Don't quote me on that. But I have to um, just knock someone off the list. Um, and I have the total. I'm not really exactly sure what I have the total, but I know that I have to be the best athlete I could be is what Dave says that he said, don't worry about the total and just worry about like just being the best. Yeah. Um, but I have a lot of technique work. I'm like a technician. I love like working on that stuff. But the thing is when you're a good technician like me and you are very weak, you can't really do the numbers that you want to because you're weak. And I always triple balance and double balance my cleans. It's because I'm weak. Like it's not just because I like doing that. Like I don't like doing that. Um, so right now we're going to stay on this strength cycle, this accumulation for four weeks. And then we're probably going to go on a, a, another one that has more. We I'm snatching maybe 70 kilos 73 for like my top sets yeah which is nothing um to me yeah, yeah. it <laughs> um, is to me, okay no i'm just kidding <laughs> no <laughs> and if that's your max good job but like that's not my max so yeah. 73 is um really nothing for me um so we're just squatting and pulling squatting and pulling squatting and pulling cool and then we'll start to do other cycles. But yeah, so um, I just need to get strong. Do you compete nationals as a 55 then? I will. Okay. And then worlds can qualify you for. It you just. Know, how does that work? Depending it just. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure. Cool. But it does give like you have to compete and get like points yeah. at certain level. Like it, worlds would be like a gold level meet and you have to go to like five gold level meets or something and then you have to like have like a nrs score which is like the percentage that you are compared to other people in the world um which we used to call it roby points um but i don't know how that's gonna because usually you can previously you could go as a 55 you can accumulate points as a 55 and then you could go up to 59 and accumulate more points. And those, both of those points would count, but I don't know if they're doing that. So we're waiting till they release the rules and okay. my coach is like all up to date with that Yeah. Uh, to know if I have to compete as a 59 or a 55. Just think what your strength will do when you can continue to uh, train like you are and just eat, eat more, like mm -hmm. eat what a 59 eats mm -hmm. your, your strength will just skyrocket. That's well, look how I went from 49 to 55 already. Yeah. Like that's cool. And that was a quick turnover. Like I didn't know I was going to be 55, like until like maybe three months ago or two months ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I was just like, I'm going to, I'm going to eat. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Well, and it's nice. It's nice to be in a place where you can do that as well. Like you're training hard enough. Um, you have, you obviously know about food and you've thought about it and you're working through the past and the present and the future and everything. And right now you're able to just look at yourself and be like, cool, I'm good. Or I'm not, you know, I need to, that's a cool place to be. Like mm -hmm. most people aren't there. Like I, it's fun to see you and talk to you because everything you're doing is world-class. Like nutrition is obviously world-class and on point you're lifting. It's world-class and on point. Um, it's just really, it's really cool. So good. Thank you. I appreciate like that. that. <laughs> A great word to use. It's cool. 
So I feel like I'm pretty cool. I feel like the life I live is pretty cool. It is. It's yeah. and it's unique. And um kind of talking about what you were just, you know, regretting things at the end of life. You're you're doing life right now. It's pretty cool. Yeah. There's no way that at the end you can go, oh, I I wish I would have this. You're doing that. It's really cool. You're building a good legacy and you're making it happen. Yeah. And I'm just hoping to just inspire like as many people to, you know, do better and try harder. Yeah. You know, well, because it's there's an answer to everything. Yeah. Well, we'll share this out and see if we can get more people to know about you and, you know, just keep doing your thing and they'll, um, you're, you're an inspiring person. So I thank you. Appreciate your time as well. Oh yeah. No, you're welcome. Um, well, do you, how can people find you? Um, I mean, Instagram, um, like you want me to give my phone number? I'm just kidding. kidding. (laughs) I was like, Oh no, no, no. Oh God, no. Um, my Instagram is M A D period D I I S O N. That's just like my main, my main account. It's just, yeah. What is the last part? What does the last part mean? Cause I, I, I started telling people that your last name was like Dissum or whatever it is. That's so funny. Nathan said the same thing. He's like, I thought your name was Madison Dyson. Uh huh. Yeah. No, it's just Madison, but like a period in, in the middle. Okay. Yeah. So it's mad period. Yep. I thought Dyson. it was Maddie Disson, and that was your last name. So that's so I, funny. I sounds like, oh, okay. It's you're yeah. not the first person to say that. <laughs> so funny. So they can find you at mad.diison. Do you have a mm-hmm. TikTok? I don't want to give that up. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, don't do that then if you don't want to. So no, embarrassed. I, I was just that um that video that I saw. I do I, have a TikTok and I do flip eggs on TikTok. Yeah. Caffeine and kilos is one of my sponsors, and we recently made a shirt and it had an egg on the back of the shirt. <laughs> so it was kind of fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Caffeine and kilos is good. People should go check them out. Yeah. Buy my shirt. I only think there's like three XL left, but do you you know, like a three XL. Do you get a royalty on stuff? I do. I get 50% off or 50% of the proceeds go to me. Good. Yeah. Which is insane. So if they use like a discount code or something, or. or I actually don't have a discount code. I do have a link in my bio. So anything that the percentage I get like 10% of like anyone's purchase who uses my link. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But also caffeine and kilos. Um, sponsors me like actually sponsors me so that's i get like a monthly stipend from them that's awesome yeah well is there anything else you just want to say like to to inspire somebody so you said you know inspiring is kind of your thing what you want to be doing um so let's say there's uh just someone on someone who's struggling like what do you say to them Mm, well keep showing up there's literally an answer to anything. We just got to find it. And how you find it is you ask, you ask for help, you find the right people and you ask. And, you know, a journey, like something like this of life, a journey of life is not meant to be alone. So people who think like, I'm doing it by myself, I'm doing it by myself. Like, just ask, like life gets so much easier when you have someone by your side and you don't know, you don't know everything. You're not going to know everything. So just find the right group of people and 
you know, befriend them and make your life a little bit easier. That's cool. You tied that in really well. Find the right people, which is find the right people. What you did. Um, you're the sum of your five closest people that you hang out with. So mm-hmm. I don't have a I don't have a large friend group. Um, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, because you have the right ones. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate it. And I know people listening will appreciate it. And um, good luck with everything in the future. Thank you so much. Keep crushing it. It's It's been really fun to watch. I will. I will keep crushing it. All right. Okay. You're awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Talk to you later. Yeah.